This is a HeadGum Podcast. Yo, Big Rye here. Before we start the show today, I want to talk to you about a wonderful sponsor we have for this episode, Magic Spoon. You guys know about Magic Spoon. Let me tell you, I, growing up, I, uh, I was real reckless with my nutrition. Uh, I wanted what I wanted when I wanted it, and it was sugar. I wanted to eat a lot of sugar, and uh, I took the sugar in whatever form I could get it, popsicles, desserts, but the real scam... The real trick that I thought I was pulling on my parents was uh, sugar in breakfast cereal form. This, these, these kids' breakfast cereals are packed with sugar. They try to dust them with a little vitamins. You guys know what I'm talking about. Fortified, they say, these fools. And, uh, you know, we're eating it up. My mom was hip to it. She knew what I was trying to pull. She knew what the cereal companies were trying to pull, so she wouldn't allow it. But listen, I wore her down. I would just lobby and lobby and lobby for this crap. And, you know, occasionally she'd relent and let me have some. And I was thrilled. And I told, I, I stood and looked at myself in the mirror on my tiptoes and my underoos and looked at my face in the mirror. And I said, when I'm a grown man, I will treat myself to whatever damn cereal I want whenever I damn well please. Do you hear me? To whatever God I was praying to then. And, uh, you know, lots changed from a religious standpoint for me, but, uh, you know, the time, look, I'm an old man now I'm here. I am. I have my money. Uh, I have my own agency. I can, I can buy whatever cereal I want. I can have whatever I want. And I guess what guys I'm coming down on the side of my mom. I agree with my mom. She was right. I don't want that crap. Well, that's why I love magic spoon because I can have the best of both worlds with magic spoon. I'm getting zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And it's only 140 calories a serving. So that's the kind of calories I like to have in a serving, guys. That's a reasonable amount. On top of that, it's packed with nutrition. So it's not just a zero filler. I'm actually getting 13 to 14 grams of protein. What? That's significant. Post-workout, 14 grams of protein? Come on, y'all. On top of that, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Checking all the right boxes for grown man stanger and for young boy stanger because of uh, that delicious taste. You want to talk about taste? You want to talk about flavors? We've got exciting news. Magic Spoon has released a, a super delicious new flavor, birthday cake. Birthday Cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for limited time only. So get it while you can. And take advantage of that, guys. They do sell out. They sell out, and you'll miss out. Try that birthday cake. Uh, Also, you can build your own box. The available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. And if you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon now ships there as well. We love our neighbors to the north, and we want to welcome you to our Magic Spoon cereal party. So we're shipping it up to you guys now, all right? Take advantage of this delicious American cereal. Uh, You're going to love it. You're going to love it on your Canadian lips. Uh, Dudes, I'm, I'm, listen, this is what I've been doing recently. I've been mixing cinnamon with frosted. I feel like I'm getting a little strudel thing happening with that. Uh, you know, mix that stuff up, really delightful flavor. Um, 
good combo. The classic everybody talks about is peanut butter and cocoa because it tastes like a peanut butter cup and it do. And I dig that. But if you want to try something diff, go with the, uh, go with the frosted and cinnamon. You'll be surprised. Uh, it's like a cinnamon bun or something. Uh, they're all good guys. Try all the flavors. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U S or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout and magic spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nah, just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help could start right now. Uh, let's just welcome our guest because he's right here and ready to go, and we want to be able to y- yap with him as long as we can. Yes, let, you let know him as the host of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the weight room, Dan Black. Hello. Thank you for having me back in the in the weight room, the virtual weight room. Comedies of wrestling <laughs> champ. Well, I mean, I don't no, know. Like there was so much. champion. So much happened in Hawaii. <laughs> Not the champion. I went to Hawaii and uh, I did win the King of Iron Fist Hawaii tournament, which got me into a title shot with a current cow champion, Jason Shapiro. But then he uh, he took me out. You can watch it on YouTube right now. YouTube. Uh, look at Community's Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. You can watch me. Uh, uh, our full battle. Epic battle in Hawaii. Beautiful. Lightsabers. Yeah, I, the lightsaber stuff is so amazing. <laughs> I mean, the production value that brings that out of any kind like i mean i mean if we're just going to talk about this leading up to everything else because this does still still have to do with fitness and and everything as well as the the, the physical you um, think dan wasn't factoring how he's going to look shirtless but also like the to do all the moves you know it's like the the athleticism and and everything that you guys were doing but then all on top of that the production value um i mean it there's no way that this is just considered just like comedians. Like it's not, it's just wrestling now. It's not, you know, like it's, it's its own brand of actual wrestling now. You mean what Um, we do? Yeah. Well, what we do. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, you have, uh, you've you've guided yourself into sports entertainment, my man. Absolutely. I worked myself into a shoot as they say in the business. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, yeah. You know, it's kind of this thing where I, I struggle to be a spectator. I mean, that applies to like fitness as well. I, I have right. always been like that where I'm like, I got to do this thing. I have a hard time. And then you the used thing- to show up to the gym just to watch people 
you know, yeah. bang out bench press and stuff. You're like, fuck it, I'm yeah. gonna lay down on that bench and fucking yeah. peel off a few reps. And you ha- and you had a white sign that just said what on it. Yeah. <laughs> for years I was just showing up to the gym just watching, watching folks, rooting for yeah. their, their bench <laughs> yeah. press, their flies. I was a big fly guy. I kind of like yeah. the flies. Huge. Yeah, hey man, yeah, yeah. how can I can watch people do flies for hours? Oh yeah, you oh, post man. up by the cables. I can watch post up. <laughs> the sweet Every once science. in a while you just want to be able to slide your hand in between those packs. Yeah. yeah. See Absolutely. if they hit them. Do a check. Yeah. I do a check. Do a check. Like, if I could speak yeah. out of the pecs, can the pecs squeeze my hand? Yes. Um, pec check. Come on. Absolutely. Pec check, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. So then um, the whole story of the podcast is my podcast. I was just commenting about wrestling and then it kind of worked its way into I forged a title belt for myself. And then it became yes. this thing where I'm trying to just do a podcast where I comment about wrestling but people are always coming at me for the title, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I have adversaries, you know, and it's too, it's very prestigious. And the title also does grant people uh, power. Like if you are the champion, you're allowed on the podcast anytime you can interrupt at any time. Like there are uh, privileges of this title. <laughs> um, but also honestly, what happened is that, yeah, like it's wrestling. It's, we do a lot of storytelling that I'm very proud of on the podcast. Um, including Great. my match I just had, which is with Jason Shapiro, the current cow champion. He's also um, my best friend since I'm five years old. And Amazing. so we kind of played that in where he had, um, uh, you know, he had stolen the title from me, flew off to Hawaii where he currently <laughs> does reside. And then I went after him and I showed up and he said, there's going to be this big tournament in Hawaii and uh, anyone's allowed to join in Hawaii. And I was like, I'm not for months. I'm like, I'm not going to go to Hawaii. It's a pandemic, you know, and then I went to Hawaii, masked, joined the tournament, won it. And then we had ourselves a, a bottle, which you can watch. Amazing. On yeah. Now, this all came, you know, this is all um, within w- within um, the tournament, but also just like you going to Hawaii during COVID. Yes. Well, listen, it was not Impressive. that long ago. It was at the tail end of COVID, by the way. Sure, we were, sure, you know, sure. Uh, people yeah. were already starting to be vaccinated. And I thought yeah. Hawaii has all these strict protocols for going there. And I followed all that. Great. And whatnot, which, uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just jealous. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you, Eugene's fanatical about Hawaii. You got, I am. It's, it's I a am. sacred place for him. So. What island is, uh, is your buddy? Uh, He's on uh, what? Oahu? I don't know. Uh-huh. But it was very cool because when we shot the video, you'll see it's 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 shot on the west side of of Oahu. My friend who's Filipino out there has like a, a, a bunch of Filipino friends out there who all live at this beach club where we shot it. And Amazing. the Filipino people there. I mean, Eugene, I don't know. You could speak to this more than I can. They love I wrestling because I'm Filipino. Right. Yeah. And they were so supportive. It was just unbelievable. It was like I was like, hey, I want to go through a table. And they're like. Yeah, no, no problem. We'll get uh, our carpenter guy. <laughs> what kind of table you want? Like they were so oh, they loved my it. Gosh. And then there was a couple of Samoan people there as well. And they loved it even more. And their kids loved it. It was a, an incredible experience to shoot this video that we made. You know? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that sounds like a dream. Yeah. For on various levels. Well, I yeah. mean, you can always come for the title, Eugene. I mean, it's all, if you it's a prestigious title, you know, trust me, I can't wait to if you go and for the title i'll go in your corner eugene and but i'm going to hawaii we would have to do like yeah, round two I mean. in hawaii that's yeah. what i mean yeah we go anywhere and i'm also it's kind of this amazing thing where people like listeners of the podcast lend their talents to the podcast and we're able to do some amazing things that are we shouldn't How be able awesome to do is that yeah like the guy who shot it was a listener 
who then was like, hey, I'm into walk. You know what I mean? It was kind of this whole this wow. whole thing. And then my producer of the podcast was a listener. And and uh and uh you know I I I you know I I love people's like passion for what we're doing and we're all on the same page and it's great. You know Bell Babies, you have to watch it on YouTube because there is special effects in it. Like when yeah. we're talking about lightsaber, it's, it's not lightsaber. like the ones that you buy. No. And then, you know, it's like there's there's I got special tell you, effects in it. it. It scratched the Star Wars itch for me more than the um the the Disney Star Wars movies. Oh my god, that's a huge compliment, but also I see how that's possible. So <laughs> yeah, I, sure. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker, you know, didn't do it for me. But I, well, seeing the saber lightsabers in this, I was like, I'm back, you know, I'm back yeah. in. I mean, fortunately, we got Mando, which is good. Yeah, but did the shows are Mando? Good. Yeah, Eugene's in Mando. That's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, the shows are good. The last couple of movies sucked. Yeah, the yeah, shows but, are good. They're doing some nice work over on uh, the plus. So that's on what the I call plus. It, the plus. Yeah. But they're the, living it out on the plus. You I just was like to combine Star Wars and wrestling. It was like this amazing literally to do. I was like, I can die happy. I got to saber duel into a stone cold stunner. You know, well, yeah, and, the, <laughs> and the thing is, is that, you know, these huge um, companies like the WWE or yeah. even even, uh, you know, like um, uh, AEW, AEW, like the all elite, you know, like. They're not. They don't have the money to actually go with a Star Wars thing. No, because I could get around all these like union sure. stuff because I'm just doing it under the gun. You start realizing if you want to do this stuff legit, it's actually impossible. Sure. So, <laughs> so you were able to create something that people can't do. Yeah. The last, the last big crossover was when uh, RoboCop was on oh, uh, WCW. Right. WCW. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> You think RoboCop was bigger than them? Well, I guess that's bigger than the WWE selling their own movies like No Holds Barred. I'm just saying crossover, you know, where yeah. it was just an outside brand came into wrestling. Sure. Yes, sure. I understand. Robo fucking showed up. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they have like crossover stuff and whatnot. But yeah, like. Um, that was the last huge one. Name somebody bigger and more relevant than RoboCop right now. Well, when. John I mean. <laughs> What was when, did they cross promote John, John Cena? No, no, no. Those are like their homegrown talents. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. They don't really. They'll like do. They did a Terminator I'm, thing at one point. They'll do like little things here and there. You know who was playing Got Terminator it. though? Oh no, was, they had Arnold intro uh, Triple H at WrestleMania 31 over in the character uh, as a, like as a yeah with the eye red eyes and stuff, and then oh. and then Triple H rose from the ground like holding like uh, those you know those Terminator skulls. You know that's pretty cool. They do stuff like that every once in a while, but yeah, I, a lot of Stanger. I guess you're just out of the loop, bro. What's that? With what's cool? You, yeah, I, well, I, no, with what happens in wrestling. <laughs> oh, if yeah, the yeah. last reference you have I, is RoboCop in 88. Yeah, I mean, that was the joke I was making. Um, but uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I was going to say about Disney Plus and being out of the loop, I was talking to this uh, this this woman I train, and she had a, f uh, a friend of the family staying with her who's this young girl, maybe like in her 20s, like real hip. And uh, she was telling me about her sister's fiance that she doesn't like. And I was like, well, what's the deal? Why? why? What's the problem with him? And she's like, he's a fucking nerd. 
And uh, and I said, well, how? Yeah. Explain. And she said, he watches a lot of Disney Plus. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the big insult on the guy. Wow. He's yeah. watching. He's always like fucking thrown on Disney Plus. And I was like, every, every, touch. Out of every touch. day, the guy's just watching Soul. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, this, no, he's, he's opening the vault, this guy. Yeah. This yeah. Guy. He's going all the way back. <laughs> this guy, yeah, he's, yeah. Watch, he's watching Avenger, Avengers Assemble. He's watching all of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I didn't love the way they, they did the Falcon. Falcon's Captain America suit. I did. I'm. I'm just. Uh, I've just started it. I just watched the first episode. I, I haven't so. watched it yet. I just saw the reveal for him in the poster. Now he's Captain America, I guess. And sure. like his suit looks weird, dude. Like his. It's his head is cut out of it. They tried to give him a the goggles. Also, like that was the move. They're like, how do we uh, work the gotta, goggles? Let's keep them the goggles. Suit. Yeah, plus, yeah, plus sure. the guy still flies. He's still got his wings. Give him a fucking helmet. Why does Captain have a helmet and Falcon doesn't? I'll tell you, if you're if you are the guy that flies and you don't wear a helmet, yeah. that makes you pretty badass. Yeah, right. yeah, you got to fly without a helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you know, that's like that's like if you give Ghost Rider a helmet. Then the, all the fire is just inside. It just goes through those slits in my, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know my bicycle helmet had those like those foam <laughs> slits just to make it cheaper, I think, right? Is that the reason? Yeah, sure, yeah, that? that's yeah. it. Like yeah. save a, that, saving on some materials. Slates. They're saving on materials. <laughs> More foam, less, less helmet. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, but, uh, go, you know, in all of this, with that, tournament in Hawaii happening. You stayed in some great shape over this core core, bud. Okay. So oh. let's, 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 this is a good way in. So for this tournament, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to be shirts off. You've been training all the way through quarantine, figuring mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. What? Not just shirts off. We're, we're talking about you wearing a wrestling. Well, I, yeah. And I know, get my, um, I, I wear my wrestling trunks and I get my trunks, trunks made by a guy. He makes trunks for like a ton of WWE guys. Like, hat, you know, like, like these are real deal trunks. Um, Actually, so, to be honest, the ones I wore in the video were not. I ordered special trunks that were, uh, and they didn't even they didn't make it to Hawaii in time. Oh for no! Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I do it. So what? So what? Um, what thought went into? Did you diet different? Were you training? Were you? Did you start training to be able to handle the wrestling, or did you train to look good on camera, or what was what was the mentality going into that? No, I mean, I, I just basically train all year long at this point, And I didn't like, I don't really change it up, especially, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? Like that's, I think you that didn't make any, you didn't make any adjustments. Just like I did. Sometimes I'll have like cheats here and there. I just kind of like cut out my little cheats here gotcha. and there, but okay. I kept my training going the same. And also it got actually weird. Cause like we were there where I'm basically when we're shooting these things, it's not like I get to just be talent. Like I'm producing, yeah, directing, sure. I'm doing like literally everything with these projects because it's a small amount of us literally like hiking up. We were hiking up mountains with like crash pads. You know what I mean? Like literally like ourselves, right. you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, insane. It's a lot. And so uh, there were times where like, I couldn't keep my, my eating going while I was there. And I, I got to, I did at one point just go like, fuck, and, and I'm like a little more bloated on camera than I am like right now when I'm at home cleaner eating, you know, yeah. but you know, it's kind of like, you're just trying to survive. Like, you're doing like, fuck it. Let's just get some shaved ice. Yeah. And I'm loaded <laughs> with water also, which is, can make you a little, you know, yeah. cause you're like, don't want to get dehydrated to the sun, sure. either, you know? Yeah. Especially while you're doing so much physical activity, like there's yeah. so much involved. Yeah. But I also do more focus. Like, uh, um, I should think, I don't think of it like Hugh Jackman for Wolverine. That's like not my mentality going into these things, but like the more of the, the commitment and the comedy of it like comes first. And then I also train 
I happen to train also. I mean, it's not happened to, but I, I'm always working out. I'm always lifting heavy. I'm always doing my thing. So I'm always going to be somewhere close to doing it, but it's not like the same if I was shooting Marvel or something. And they were like, all right, I got three, I got three weeks to get in Marvel shape. That would be a whole different thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. No helmet, no helmet, obviously no helmet. Yeah. Yeah. But also I give the wrestlers a part of the thing on the podcast is like, I'm always giving wrestlers shit because they look like crap nowadays. A lot of them. Uh, they're wearing shirts in the ring and stuff. Well, and it's this, just like, this, <laughs> the spirit of it has changed. It's yeah. more about the, um, it's more about like the moves in the ring and the, uh, the acrobatics and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's less, I mean, you're more likely to get over if you can do shit as opposed to just have a perfect physique, mm-hmm. you know, cause before it was like, you see these great physique guys, but they were just doing real simple moves and shit. Nothing too extravagant. And I feel like those kind of like the upstart leagues kind of pushed they're pushing yeah. wrestling more towards the high flying again and all that, which is, which is cool. Now I think it needs to like level up. Like those guys need to re- really get in shape now. And then we'll kind of hit this perfect balance, you know? Yeah. You're, you're not, you're not seeing as many of the, um, you know, like the, the, the specimens the specimens. Yeah. Yeah. Like the trophy guys. Right. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so, you know, there's, yeah, they have them. There's always room in wrestling for like huge jacked up dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Bobby Lashley is the champion right now and he's not very sure. good. You know, he's like, yeah. not, he's always been around for a long time. He's not great at all. Um, But he's just he's so big that you're just sure. Jack that you're just kind of like, all right, that's fine. No one has any problem with it. You know? Yeah. But <laughs> so, there are still guys too that are like, you know, those lean physiques like, uh, like Matt Riddle and stuff, who is yeah. a UFC guy. Yeah. I mean, you Matt know, Riddle prior. looks great. He, that guy's shredded, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's an interesting thing, just that you guys said, because uh, you were like, do you train for, you're kind of like, am I trained to have my shirt off and blah, blah, blah. I, can, I never get in a shape where I feel like I'm ready to be on camera like that, you know? So I kind of just get, I, I don't know if you've had that, Eugene, if you had a time where you're like, do you, I, I've never gotten to a place where I go like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm ready. Cause I'm too hard on myself in that way. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just kind of go like, it just, today's the shoot day and this is what I look like. And I go easy on myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I, I kind of have, um, like a happy medium when it comes to that. Cause I, you know, like still now, ultimately it's never like I'm getting hired to be just the you know, to be the right. shirtless, good looking, whatever dude. Like that's just like mm-hmm. never even, you know, even within Kong and stuff, like I'm supposed to look like I, I'm a soldier and, uh, you know, and I'll work out right. according to that. Or even during Tacoma, I, you know, I'm supposed to look like a fireman. So, but it's never to the point where I'm like, I need to be shredded. And even when, you know, even when like there is a, seeing that I have my shirt off in Tacoma or something like that. Um, I see that it's there. I try to make sure that I'm, I'm keeping my, you know, my nutrition on lock and my training up so that I don't feel horrible. Right. But it's, it's hard for me to get into that thing. Cause I, I just, I also just know myself and I don't have the body type to just be like shredded, you know? Right. And I just don't know if that would necessarily be, Again, it would have to be one of those Marvel situations where it's just like you're the next, you know, Captain America. Time to juice up. Yeah. You have um, you have time to do that or whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't have time to do that. Right. I'm in a weird place. Well, not not as much anymore, but I have been to where I been 
on the fit side of like kind of comedy acting. And so, you know, if there's something that comes up, I kind of get put into it. And if it's long as it's comedically bent, like it works, I can, you know, kind of watch yeah. what I'm eating, cut out the dipped cones for a couple of days and then like show up in shape. But then every once in a while, it hasn't happened as much, but before my, like my commercial agent or something would send me out for a legit fitness thing, like where it's like, they want like a ripped guy, but they're kind of seeing also some comedy people, but you're kind of perfect for this. So then I'll go there and they will be real fitness people there. And they're like fucking like got coolers and shit and like jugs with like yeah. blue aminos in there. And they're like talking to each other and like timers are going off and then they're eating. And then you see those guys with no shirt on and it's just like, fuck, they're on a whole. Yeah. I look like I look like fucking shit. I'm, <laughs> nothing yeah, will like, make you question yourself more than if you if you're by somebody that's just genetically got it. It's their <laughs> job. And then on top of that, they're fucking dialed into the you know, the second of being as lean as possible for this shoot. I'm not yeah, look comedy like a, jacked. Comedy yeah, jacked is yeah. a whole different. Uh, yeah, comedy jacked. Comedy yeah. jacked I, is a whole different category. <laughs> I look like a fucking troll. I just wanted to leave. I was like, geez, I'm not going to fucking I know. crazy before picture or something, you know? Yeah. But that right. is like, I mean, that that, uh, that is like the thing that I kind of sometimes struggle with where you're like, where, where you're like, where, where what's the. What is this? <laughs> what am I? I'm like, where am I exactly going here? You know, like, like, can I, can I get, can I even, given my age, and given my age and just the, how hard I'm able to actually work without the, with the resources that I got, how much further than this can I get? You know what I mean? And well, that's what's, that's plaguing me now where I'm like, what's my ceiling with my current resources? If that makes sense. I guess. You know? it, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I don't, I guess that, that also depends on what your what resources you're making available and what that means right. exactly. You know, like I don't think there is necessarily a ceiling. I mean, there obviously, if it, let's say it is one of those situations where it's we're not comedy fit right. and it's just more or, or not like normal guy TV fit, let's right. say, right? And you're trying to be um, action hero fit. You know, there is a whole team of people and yeah. you know, this and that, that's the that resource get you component. there. There's yeah. the resource right. component of like, you have three months to become or, or six months to become a monster. It's your job. Right. So at whatever age you're at, yeah. whoever your nutrition is, it, it, you nutritionist is whoever your trainers are they're They, they're focused on that and trying to make that it's happen. The, you got six months. It's your fucking job. And you have the considerable resources of the house of mouse behind right. you <laughs> or, or, or yeah, the house of mouse or whatever action, like whatever is giving you that opportunity <laughs> is probably also, you know, you're, you're supplemented in what you're getting paid for that whole They run have trainers. To, to they got there. their people that they use. Right. Yeah. Right. And They're, that is, that's part of your job is to get there. So you got, you got somebody from legendary, right? Right out there that was working. We had, we had somebody there that was for Tom Hiddleston and, you know, and, and helping as a trainer for them. But like, and I would just jump in. I didn't have, he wasn't my, yeah. you know, right. I, when, when we were on Oahu and we were shooting, I just joined the CrossFit gym that was there. Oh, you shot Kong in Hawaii. I didn't even put I that shot together. Kong in, yeah, that exactly. Vietnam. It looks exactly like Hawaii. Oh, and yeah. Vietnam. That's awesome. And Vietnam. And, and Hiddleston Australia. is Loki. That's that actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we were there, you know, and I'm, I'm, 
you know, we've, you've seen the movie. It's not like I'm a star in the movie. I'm in the movie in the whole thing, but, right. um, uh, the time for me, hey, I would disagree, that. buddy. You're a fucking star. <laughs> you may not be the star of the movie, but you're a star in that movie. Also, I thought they made Kong a little too big compared to you, like size wise. I thought that was yeah, unfair. Well, that was you can't really thing, compete no. with that. You know, yeah. I, I didn't appreciate it. He was that. a monster. It's yeah. like but, me going uh, up against these fitness people. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, the the main thing that was happening there was I wanted to stay in shape. I wanted to be in a good place. And those trainers were not fully available for me. Not that they didn't want to be available, but they had to make sure that they had time for the people higher on that call sheet, right. which I get. So, you know, I joined the gym that was close. I got up at, you know, I did my usual thing. I got up at 5 a.m., went to do, you know, the 5.30 a.m., you know, class. Shout out to, you know, um, uh, H-Town CrossFit at the time. And, you know, and, and did it and then came back and, and got there for my call time. And I did that as often as I could. I love that, dude. They sang knocking the boots, right? Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Houston town, uh, Hawaii, <laughs> CrossFit and group. You trained yeah. at O-Town? I trained at O-Town also. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Just liquid so, dreams. You know, <laughs> liquid dreams. I, 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 they, well, that was the thing. It was H town and O town. Yeah. They owned the gym and they would just sing at each other as I was working out. Yeah. yeah that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd that's be cool. Get, that'll yeah. get you going. That'll get you going. Yeah. Five that's, something. that's pretty badass. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, Jennifer, you got the love in my liquid dreams. My yeah. liquid dreams. Get her singing a song about fucking nocturnal emission. Um, I, I I was uh, <laughs> I mean, for being honest, I mean that's what it is. Sure. And knocking Gross. the boots is like that never really caught on for as a euphemism for fucking though, right? It's no, it always did. Okay. Well, that's it's, like a Sam Elliott says that. Like that's yeah. like a, you know, like it, it, it's still going, just not in the circles we run in, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. not a hip hop turn anymore. It, hey, it, it turned into a it turned into a Western term. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Miho, I, so. I heard you were knocking the boots with uh, that. <laughs> Sweet little senorita, mijo. Uh, <laughs> one of my buddies, one of my buddies shot a movie with him, uh, Sam Elliott. And he was like, just, he did one day with Sam Elliott. It was a, a made for TV movie. He did one day with them. And uh, it was kind of a weird shoot. They ended up together a good amount of time, but Sam Elliott was the star and it was a, you know, a month shoot or whatever it was. This guy only did one day with them. And then at the rap party, he saw him and there's a bunch of people around him. And yeah. he was like, ah, I don't want to bug him. We did this, why this one scene and it was fun and he was so nice, but I want to bug him. And then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go up and talk to him. I don't give a shit. So he goes up and he says, uh, Hey, how does it feel to be the coolest motherfucker alive? And Sam Elliott said, you tell me. And then gave him a big hug. And I was like, oh, oh man, it's a great Sam Elliott oh, story. Hey. Great story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. tell me. And uh, great response. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear from uh, Sam Elliott. From, Sa- uh, but- from Sacramento, weirdly enough. Sounds Weird. very Southern, but he's from Sacramento. He's from Sacramento, yeah. Sam yeah. Elliott? Wow. That's yeah, don't surprised. listen to an interview. It'll bu- it'll bum you out. <laughs> dad, you know, my dad was a teacher. I'm from Sacramento. And... Uh, <laughs> He's just, he became that actor. Yeah. He's a character actor, man. I used to work at HR um, Block. Like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Dudes, Big Rye here. Jumping in on this episode to talk to you guys about your skin. Are you taking care of your skin? I hope you are. Maybe you're good about your face. I think we're all decent with that, right? We put a little moisturizer on, maybe some eye cream. But what about the skin that covers the rest of your body? You thinking about that? You should be. 
It's the epidermis, guys. It's the biggest organ we have as humans, and we got to take care of it. Uh, that's why I was excited to partner with Osea. They create skin and body care products powered by the sea, and they've made clean and safe skincare products since 1996 that are vegan and cruelty-free. Now, I knew that I needed to kind of moisturize my entire body, right? I had some dryness going on, had some chapped knees, um, you know, skin just was looking a little dry. It's been winter. And so I tried to make my own, <laughs> I tried to make my own like body oil. And I just combined a bunch of stuff. I put it in a spray bottle, uh, you know, put a little water in there, a little spray, some of these oils, you know, it all kind of separated and I would spray it on and I'm leaving grease all over the place. I'm, I'm greasing up my whole house, grease on my clothes, my couch, and it's driving everybody crazy. They're like, oh, here comes old greasy Stanger again with his uh, quote unquote homemade um, body oil. It was a real disaster. And so I was so pleased that I partnered with Osea because they actually know what they're doing. Like I said, they've been doing it since 96. It's female founded and family operated by a mother and daughter team. Thank God they got it together and, and solved this for me because they really hooked me with their Undaria algae body oil. Uh, I got into my routine. I put it on morning and night. Uh, it's awesome. So it's this hydrating body oil. It's exactly what I was looking for. That's luxurious and rich. It's not greasy or sticky at all. Um, it's got amazing ingredients in there. It's got the uh, Undaria algae. It's got acai, pulp, babasu body oil. They, uh, Osea soaks this hand-harvested Undaria algae in barrels of oil for up to six months. That's how they're getting it. It ain't easy. Like I said, I tried to do it. I couldn't do it. I was a big grease ball. They figured out how to do it, guys. You got to soak this. You got to find it in the ocean and soak it in barrels for six months. I ain't got the time for that. I'm a, you know, I'm a busy podcaster. I'm a busy dog owner, father, husband. Uh, thank God Osea was there to, uh, to do this because uh, I get to, we get to reap the benefits. You guys got to try it. I'm excited for you to try it. Smells great. Um, goes on clean and easy. Their packaging is sustainable. And, uh, and looks good. Nice gift to give somebody and give yourself. Uh, you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send free samples with every order. And get 10% off your first order with our promo code DUMBELLS at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with promo code DUMBELLS at oseamalibu.com, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com, oseamalibu.com. Take advantage, guys. Try this stuff. I know you're going to dig it. I want to talk to you guys about Bomba's Socks. This is a health and fitness podcast. You guys know that. And we talk to you a lot about working out. Your workouts are hard. There are so many things that can make your workouts hard. Can we all agree that your socks shouldn't be one of them? That's why Bomba's performance socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Not a lot happened in the world of socks until recently. I think we as consumers, we, uh, we took what they gave us in the sock department. We didn't ask questions. Put them on, whether they were comfortable or not. More often than not, they weren't comfortable. And we'd wear them. 
like good little soldiers. I have vivid memories of being a kid and uh, thrown on a pair of socks and then my dirty high tops. I'd run out for the day. And as the day went on, I'd, I'd feel my socks start to inch their way down my calves. The elasticity had worn out and uh, the socks were quitting. And eventually I'd feel my bare heel start to touch the sole of my dirty high top. Socks were creeping all the way up to the toes of my shoes. I don't know what their plan was. They were trying to get away or something, but they weren't staying up like they should be. And it really bothered me. I cringe now thinking about it. Well, those days are done thanks to Bombas. Bombas performance socks have taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn and added their special Hextech performance technology. So Bombas, they're thinking about socks. They're thinking about the human foot. They're making improvements. They're engineering these socks to be better. Bombas performance socks are stitched with special moisture wicking yarn and temperature regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. Uh, you have a bare heel that's touching the sole of your shoe, you're going to get blisters. Well, Bomba's performance socks come with a pillow-like tab to save you from blisters, stay-up technology, a special arch-hugging system, and an extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. They're also thinking about people playing different sports, uh, you know, having different lifestyles, and they, they offer specific design features to help you optimize your performance so that you're going to be comfortable no matter what you're doing. Plus, with every pair of Bombas performance socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. They've donated over 45 million pairs so far. That is a lot of socks. You treat yourself to better socks and better comfort, and somebody else gets a pair too that needs them. It doesn't get any better than that, guys. Now, if you're searching for the perfect thing for mom, the Bombas, Day, the Bombas Mother's Day collection has comfy gifts like colorful wildwear socks, ready-to-gift socks boxes, and performance sock gift bags. So no matter what your mom is into, you can find something cozy for her. That's great. It's coming up, guys. You need to take care of mom. I, uh, I love their performance technology socks. I, I recently started spinning indoors a lot, doing a exercise bike inside. I haven't been able to get to the gym. You guys know that. And so I'm doing a lot of these workouts at home on a stationary bike. And the shoes that I'm wearing for that bike don't breathe well. There are these clip-in shoes. And so using socks that have the Hextech performance technology, my feet can breathe. Got these vents and these socks. So I'm getting some cold air in there, which is nice. Uh, because I'm not getting it from the shoes. I needed some extra ventilation and I got it with these socks. Uh, you know, plus all the other stuff I talked about, uh, the, the days of me, you know, having big old stinky high tops with socks that had disappeared inside of them are gone. Thanks to Bombas. I want you guys to get some Bombas too, or get them for your mom or get them for somebody in need. Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash dumbbells for 20% off. Bombas.com slash dumbbells. 20% off, guys. That's significant savings. Take advantage. So just getting back into, you know, what are you training for? What's your ceiling? I think it's just 
like how much time do you want to put into it yeah. and where do you want to get, you know, I, I feel like, and, and what are your limitations as far as your body is concerned, I think is the big one. That's a tricky thing. I think that I, yeah. I go through now, like, I, I mean, I, I, you know, but I, I focus mostly on lifting and I'm always trying to put on size, although I'm leaning out now because I'm trying to, because of pan, pandemic, I was a little loose with my, uh, with my weight. I was just kind of I, to be, during the pandemic. I was like just lifting as heavy as possible. I was one rep maxing. That was kind of like my whole deal in the pandemic. You were doing that from home. Did you have a, did you have a cage and stuff or? No, I did. In the beginning of the pandemic, I was at home and then I was just doing porch workouts and blah, 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 you know? And then when right. they opened the gyms back up in LA, I was working mostly outside, but I would use, I would go, I would go back to the gym, but I would go to just the only do the rack stuff inside and then everything else outside. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Masked up. I mean, I'm still rocking the mask to work out, which is, I don't know yeah. if that's helping me or hurting me or what that is, but it is what yeah. it is, you know? So, uh, but I got up to like, you know, I mean, I'm five, eight. I was weighing two Oh five, um, which is pretty heavy. Yeah. But Wait, during the pandemic, you, you, what, what do you, you, what do you average at? What my weight? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty heavy cause I have like pretty thick legs and, uh, mm -hmm. and I, um, uh, just right. jacked up guys. I'm just sure. Sure. Up. Sure. No, no, no. I literally been heavy to the point where like doctors have said to me, they're like, they're like, listen, your, your chart, you're going to look obese, but you're, you're not obese. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we brought it up before. I mean, the, yeah. the, the metrics are all off on that shit now. Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. This is like back when guys were fucking, you know, five foot one and weighed 108 yeah. pounds. And so if you get like, if you're 125, you're like, you are morbidly obese. Yeah. Right. Nobody was fucking, you know, doing leg day. Right. Back in the forties. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think any time I look up any of that stuff, it's like my ideal weight for my height is like 148 pounds. I'm like impossible. Yeah, it's like my bones. I couldn't even bone wise. I don't think that. I could. No, ever, unless I was sickly and and in trouble. Yeah, get. I don't think I could get down to like 150. You could. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I in college when I was at I was in college I was super lean. I was like eating no carbs and blah, blah. And I was 162 at my lowest, you know, I was just Eugene, trying to be, yeah, to fat could, boy it up. Uh, both of you guys, I'll, I'll, I'll ask both of you guys, could you do it for Dallas buyers club too? Oh, of oh. course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Electric, electric buyers club, <laughs> electric buyers <laughs> club. Um, I, of course I could. Well, I think of it's course. Austin I mean, Buyers Club. They open more have, franchises. But you'd, yeah. have, you'd have to, get, you'd have to give me six months yeah. to yeah. get there. Fort Worth Buyers Club, uh, <laughs> yeah. straight to DVD. But I, I think. <laughs> I, You're like, holy shit, Casper Van Dien's in this? <laughs> That's like uh, the, the people who made Sharknado are coming out with a movie called Monster versus the Ape. Did you see that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. A, so, uh, but so I got like probably. Uh, in the past couple of years or whatever, let's say in the zone that I've been like, probably the, the past like two and a half, three years is when I've been like very mm -hmm. fitness focused. Right. So yeah, during yeah. that time, I'm five, eight. I got down at one point I, I, when I started working out, I was one ninety. I showed up to the gym like one ninety five or something. Right. That's okay. like with, you know, and then I uh, uh, then I went down to like one eighty four or something, you know, sure. And was like more lean. And then I went back up to two oh five. But it was a lot of muscle. Um uh, uh, cause I started lifting and my, I was stronger 
stronger than ever, like stronger than my college days ever. Right now I'm stronger than I've ever, I've ever been. Um, well, that's, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what's fuck. important. Cause it's, yeah. it's a mind fuck for me because I'm always like, you can never shake the scale for whatever reason. So you're always kind of uh, 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 like, I always feel like, I don't know, like, should I be this strong, but at 185 or blah, blah, blah. Like I never, and I'll hit my goal, but then I'm like, the goal was wrong or something. I'm always changing sure. the goalposts in my mind, you know? But I guess like, what is the goal? Is the goal, you know, reducing your body fat percentage or is the goal to lift heavy, you know? And, and the goal for each kind of changes what your focus is mm -hmm. going forward. Because if your goal is body fat percentage down, then that means, you know, uh, reducing, reducing some of those calories. Totally. Um, and you know, there's a chance you're going to lose some of that muscle. Not a lot if you're doing it slowly and, and smartly. Mm -hmm. It, um, but there's something there. It, it is this dilemma though. And you know what you're talking about being younger and, and, and what you're kind of shooting for and what does it mean? There's a quote in Lonesome Dove, the oh, McMurtry book. What the heck is happening? Where uh, calls, <laughs> he says, uh, he, he's looking at these cowboys and he's like, he, in my, he has affection for them because it's like, they don't, they're young guys. And he's like, they don't understand life's, how swift life life is or um, how limited it is. Right. And like I always relate to that. Cause when you first start training, you just think like, I want to be like Schwarzenegger when he won the Olympia. Yeah. And like, that's a real possibility. Like you think that can happen. <laughs> and then yeah. you like, and then you age and then you're like, Oh shit. I, you know, I limit limitation wise. I don't have the resources. I don't have the time. And then now my yeah. age has changed, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, and you're like, wow, I just fucking blinked. And then now I'm here. And so now I'm just, what's the consolation prize. And then that's where I kind of settled on a couple of years ago, just going for more longevity, like just what's going to make me look good and feel good for as long as possible. Right. Um, and that's, that's kind of where all, all my shifting happened. So, you know, it involves some level of, you know, pushing myself strength training wise, mm -hmm. but, but also scaling back a little bit so that my, you know, my joints are healthy and I can, you know, keep going as long as possible. And then finding a manageable weight that's healthy. That's also going to kind of aid yeah. in longevity and, but then also still wanting to look good too. So anyway, but I also still kind of wrestle with, some of that early ideology too, like it creeps in there, you know, where you're like, eh, push a little more on there. And can I find somebody to spot me? And it's just like, what, what? I, I, yeah, yeah I know. I, it's always this weird battle I have with myself where I, I, I'm like, uh, where I'm like, Oh, I, you know what? I gotta get, I just need to be fucking huge. All right. My workout, I need to add extra lifts onto this, like in off hours. And then I do my normal workout and I'm like, Holy shit. I beat like you're working pretty hard, man. Like you're, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're dead. The like, guy am dead. So then I'm like, why am I adding more on top of this? Uh, is to get, I guess, get bigger. But how much can I even really do on top of it with again, like resources, meaning time and, and it's not all just like money and, and blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of like, well, well, can I live in the gym all day? Do I even want that for my life? Is that even right. equal the happiness that I think it is? Or is that just my old college self creeping back in? You know what I mean? I, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's, that's part of uh, competitive nature and, yeah. uh, and, and wanting to be the best that you can be and, and knowing, you know, your end goal also to, you know, and I, I still think about this all the time. Like, I grew up watching wrestling like you did. Yeah. 
um, and have fallen off of it to a certain extent. But, you know, if it's on, I'm, I'll, I'll put it on and I'll try to get back into it. And maybe that's something I'll do while I'm still out here in Canada. But, yeah. um, but you know, like seeing those guys perform and seeing that as the template for, you know, because uh, Stanger and I will talk about, and I'm sure you would be on on this too, Dan, but like, you know, the people that you follow on Instagram that are fitness people, right. they're always posting stuff, but you're also watching these athletes, um, on, uh, wrestling and you're like, why you're seeing these physiques and there's ones that you're even saying like, yeah. you know, Hey, how come there's guys that are getting soft and why, you know, yeah. and you, you have, you have, a um, you know, you have your opinion on where they are in their fitness and you're like, get there yeah. because you're so committed to it. It's kind of messed up. So, so that also is the same about, you know, that's also the same about, so that, that like, we'll then flip on ourselves. Right. Because, because we're judging that that's, you know, if we're getting into the psychology of it, that's because that's what we're looking at. Right. And that's like the things that we're sensitive to. So that's what we're focused on. You want to see more of these ripped guys rather than seeing just these monsters. Right. You know, or you want to see more of these monsters because there's times that you want to be these monsters. But that kind of right in the middle is just a guy like you. So you're thinking, hey, that's just me. Right. You know, they're, right. com- they're, they're comedy fit. These wrestlers are comedy fit. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm like, saying? You're like, you can't be just like me. I'm comedy yeah. fit. You, yeah. 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 You can't. No. Yeah. You can't. You can't wear a, you know, you can't wear a mankind leather vest. Right. Or you can't, you know, I mean, you know, there's guys like Kevin Owens and it's like, oh yeah, that's the, that's who he is going right. in. There's the Dudley boys. There's that kind of vibe. Yeah. But then there's, you know, then there's the guys that you're just like, what's going on? Plus. And here's another thing that I've noticed yeah. also as a wrestler watching wrestling yeah. or watching wrestling again, is there are these guys that are older that are, that I remember watching that might not be that much older than me <laughs> right. that you're now seeing barely working in there. Right. Not, right. not saying they're not they're not, They don't have the job. They're on, you know, AEW probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the mo, but they're, but they, aren't moving as much sting is not sting is, well, I mean, there was a while. 60. There, yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm not even close to that, but you know, but you see these guys who you were like, you know, idled because they were in that mentality. And then now they're out of it. And you're just like, Oh, how do I, how do I keep up? Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> totally. I, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. I think like right now, for example, I, tell me how this ties in for you guys. Right now, sure. I'm, I started eating. This ties into the wrestlers. This is why I'm going here. Like right now, I'm on a meal prep service. Like I get my meals all shipped to me, right? Because yeah. Because I started being like, I'm working out like a beast. I'm like, I want to make sure my nutrition is optimized, you know? Yeah. And so I do that. Now. How long have you been doing that for? I don't actually know, but the past couple of months. Um, I was, oh, okay. Past couple of months. I was doing it before for a bit, like a couple of years back. And then I came back to it. Um, and I, and right. So I'm doing a little bit at first. It's great. Cause you're like, Oh wow, this is convenient. You know, then you start hitting this zone where you're like, and, and you get results, you know, but you start being like, ah, like 
tired of this I want to yeah, I don't want to eat this food right now, but I know it's good for me. I know it's like mm-hmm. what I need to be mm-hmm. doing to maximize my gains from the gym. But also like part of my zest for life comes from eating some other shit that I like, you know, and you're like, yeah. but then I eat that. And then at my age, I'm like, I pay for it. I see it like even one meal. If you're tracking as close as guys like we do, you'll you can you could you pay for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, what is this? You just get, I get a little existential with it. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? How long, how long can I keep this uh, right. up? Is this a s- sustainable? Is this for a, a short time or a long-term goal? Mm-hmm. And I don't um, have the answer to that yet, really. You know? Yeah. And the food, the food outside of maybe boring you a little bit, is it, it's, it's good. It's well-prepared. It tastes good and stuff. Yeah. So I use this company. It's called Nutrition Solutions. And I use them because uh, Edge uses it. Roman Reigns uses it. Uh, Ray Mysterio <laughs> uses it. All the wrestlers use it. Like Seamus. They're all on it. So I'm like, if it works for these guys, that's like sure. Jinder Mahal, like the huge guys use it also. And I was like, the guy who runs the company is like the, the most jacked up guy you've ever seen. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm done. All right. I could, I could eat that. I could trust what's going on over here. What, how do they do? They do like local ghost kitchens and then that ships it out to you or does no, it they come mail from, it from, it comes from Florida, my food. It just, it's like they ship it as it, I get it the next day. Like I see when it's wow. shipped and I get it like overnight and it's still it, freezing cold. Like you could tell. Is it, it frozen or is it, it's just, it's not even frozen. It's like, I think it's like flash frozen or something. So like oh, it okay. comes like, it's not like there's no like ice packs in it and stuff or anything, but it's just, they insulate it so much that it's, it's such quick. It's like 24 hour shipping. So when I get it, it's uh, still like pretty cold. They, they must do some kind of freezing. Sure. To it, what, you know? What's your favorite meal of it that she, or your favorite thing that they make? Well, like right now, the thing I've been eating this week because they changes it up. And, and, and that's the thing. This company, they do a good job. And I'm sure all these local companies do a good job with the food. Yeah. I specifically went to this one because it's focused on building muscle gains. and the rest. It's, yeah. it's gains based. Yeah. A lot of them are less gains based. And like they're, it's really confusing. I'm like, I just need like pretty much like I need like 180 grams of protein in here. Like yeah, that's all it's just, a, a day. Like that's it's, what it's macros, deal. but skewed high for gains as opposed yeah, yeah. to just everything for what it's weight macros. loss. Without yeah. thinking about macros, essentially, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so right now they have this meatball one. It's like it's probably like seven meatballs and then like a little bit of tortellini and just some broccoli, and I'll heat that up, and that's pretty good, you wow. know. Yeah. Like uh, it's the pretty uh, good. the tortellinis are like the uh, accent, like the meatballs usually are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's there's usually get a big plate of pasta. Or, yeah, you get a couple meatballs, <laughs> but this is like a big plate of meatballs and like one or two pieces of pasta. It's good, you know. But the crazy thing about it, I'll say one of the crazy things about this is that portion control, I think, Eugene, we've talked about this before, but like portion control is something I had struggled with a lot. Like I like to eat a lot. I come from a big eating family and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And so um, uh, when you're on this, it limits your portions, but it is kind of crazy how after a while I went out to eat for my first time in, in a while. Uh, I actually went to a Filipino restaurant uh, and th- nice. they brought out so much food. It was like insane, you know, you know? and I, my appetite is lower from eating. Where did you like, go? Tatang? Did you go to Tatang in North Hollywood? I don't know the name of the place. The it's a place in Glendale. Uh, oh, oh, oh. My buddy Sal took me uh, who, uh, you know, he, he was, he, he, I don't know. We're going to another place also. He was like, you got to try that place too, which Great. might be that yeah. one. But anyway, I, I, um, but like after I normally like, like load of, it's like you feed me buffet style. I would just down it. I felt yeah. like my stomach was full 
very quickly. Like I'm talking four minutes into this meal. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I can't eat more. And then, and I did, cause it was like, do is the role. Like I was like, I want to try everything here and blah, blah, blah. But it's, I don't know. My stomach adjusted, which is kind of nuts. You know? Yeah. But that's also, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's also you getting used to that portion control and eating the right stuff and eating enough without overeating and, you know, and, and your body's used to it. So then it's warning you ahead of time of like, Hey, I think this is more than enough. Right. And, uh, you know, like the thing is, is like when you do come from a big family or you, you do have an issue with portion control, you're used to fighting through that so that you keep eating and yeah. keep enjoying, you know? So then, you know, you've been so used to it and so strict that, you know, something like that kind of meal can throw you completely off. But because of that, and because you have no end goal of when you want to get this done, meals like that are okay. You know, that's, see, um, that's how I feel is that I, I, I feel like they're okay, but I do. You, it does shift my numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, what do you mean? It shifts your numbers. Like that I, one meal. I, if I weigh myself that week, or if I check my body fat percentage, it's like from that, I know I probably won't have a week of going down, you know? Right. But it's tricky. I mean, it's just, I don't know if you ever be free from that stuff. I mean, that's this, it's just a constant, you know, if you're, if if you're one of the people that is, is always wrestling, pardon the pun with this, it's just, it's just the management of self-care of like giving yourself a break. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I say Mm -hmm. that all the time to people, but I'll beat myself up, you know, like I, I eat strict enough. I can definitely go off and do, but it's usually, you know, not without a lot of, you know, fucking, right. you know, flogging with not without flogging sure. myself. For yeah. Doing yeah. It, yeah. You know? Some headspace that really fucks you up. Yeah. But I think, you yeah. know, um, but Dan, you know, like you're, you're saying that one meal is not going to, that means this week is not going to be a loss or like you losing weight or you, yeah, uh, you know, rarely do I go up from it because I don't cheat that much or whatever. Yeah. So it's not, it's more but, of like, but a, you're not going down. So right. you do have kind of a goal of getting down in weight. I guess I do, but to be honest, I also don't beat, I'm at the point where I don't beat myself. Just to clarify, it's not like this thing where I'm like thinking about this so much. I don't beat myself up about a week because I've been doing this long enough where it's a lifestyle change. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's my go. whole thing is that like, I've been, that's the most proud thing I'd have to say. Like, I, it, is that like, I've had three years, I've never had like a true three year stretch like I've had right now or like two and a half something years where I, I'm like, no, this is how I live. And I've been able to fully commit to that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I wake up, first thing I do is work out. And that is, that's been my number one goal forever. And that's the thing I'm the most proud of. So I don't really flip out about these small things. It's just like, if we're going to micro chat about it, it's really interesting. But it is like, that's, that's how I've been able to do it. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's awesome. I mean, and that's, that's the goal for a lot of people to where it's no, it's no longer just a thing you're trying or something that you're trying to get to where it's just like, no, this is what I do. And it's always some version of this that I'm on. And that's, that's a great place to be. And that Eugene and I were talking about goals and resolutions a while back mm-hmm. and how, how dicey that can be and how it's better just to, uh, just to yeah. implement, uh, right. did you guys, did I, did you, you lose me for a second? second? Yeah. So goal, how goals and, uh, resolutions can be dicey and it's better just to implement modes and behaviors because then it's, you're never failing. It's like, look, I'm trying to, instead of like, I have to lose 10 pounds by March or whatever it is, or may, whatever it is. It's like, no, I want to exercise consistently during the week and I want to eat right. 
Why not make that your goal as opposed to some arbitrary number that you're trying to hit? So that way, yeah. you know, you'll hit whatever number you hit, but right. at the end of this, at the end of this resolution or goal or whatever, you'll have a healthy behavior in place. Yeah. Uh, no, totally. Um, uh, like it's crazy because I had another thought the other day and these are annoying. This is like annoying shit, but you know, your listeners are fitness people. So whatever, but it's I'm a, not annoyed by it. I love it. No, I mean like it's an annoying, like someone the other day was like talking to me about like sleeping in. And I yeah. was like, I've not had the thought of like sleeping in as this major pro in a very long time, you know, Yeah. where, um, and, and not that I don't like to like sleep late sometimes or blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't want to live like, I don't, I, that, that's something it's similar to not overeating where I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, I can overeat. But actually the feeling of overeating is now something that I would, I'd like to actively avoid where there were times where I was like, oh, well, it was worth it or that was part of joy for me or something. And now it's that same thing where people are like, Oh, I, I want to sleep in. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like I want to get up and, 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 and be active. And, and that a lot of that came from me starting to work out in the morning. I was never a morning person at all. Mm-hmm. And that, and now I'm like, man, if I had one piece of advice for anyone is like, do one month where you work out is the first thing you do every day. And I, I, I just yeah. would be that. that I, 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 crazy how much that has changed my life you know yeah 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 it's yeah. it's it's it the the feeling and uh, some people are just not morning workout people or morning right. people and i understand that and and you know also you know not trying to change anybody but right. i've been talking about just moving your body first thing in the morning a lot and especially with the mentality of getting older and and uh you know and uh longevity and all that stuff as soon as I get out of bed, just like doing 10 minutes of just like a ease, like just even stretching out and getting moving before I, mm-hmm. if I decide to work out right afterwards, great. But if I don't just to kind of have my body ready to like handle the day. Yeah. You, you might, have to, so you might have to fucking beat the shit out of somebody. And so if you've stretched and warmed yeah, up yeah, a yeah. little bit, first thing, touch you your never toes, know, then, you know, and then that fucking mailman. Yeah wants to try to fucking, you know, spinning heel kick your face. Sure. You're going to be dangerous always around the corner. Yeah. That's you're going to be loose. Always. Yeah. <laughs> you my, fucking, my hands are up. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the crazy thing is like to the morning, like, I don't know, there's a, you're like nervous system or something in the morning. Maybe it's just me. There's just times where I get to the gym in the morning and you're like, I can't do it. Like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm, I don't know what it is. Like I, maybe it's anxiety or something, or I could be like very on edge or like, I feel like, Oh, you're not like awake enough. You're not revved up. And then you push through that every, every, and I don't have it every morning, but I had it this morning, you know, my stomach was fucking with me this morning, which I didn't enjoy. And I was like, Oh, you push through it and get the workout done. And I did the same level of workout I would have done. It's just a great way to start your day. Like, you know, yeah. you, dude, you're hundred percent right. I'm super jealous. I, you haven't been privy to this, but I have talked about it on the show. A yeah. big, negative for me during all of this was that yeah. my, because I'm working out at home, uh-huh. I, I just, my workouts have been getting later and later. And to the point yeah. now where sometimes like at 5 PM and it's such a drag. I told Eugene, I told our listeners because then it's like, I'm dreading the workout all day. And then I finally fucking do it at 5 PM. And then I feel some level of relief at seven, but then it's like the day's over. So it was really just like, it's like facing leg day all fucking day. And if I had just done it at eight in the morning or whatever, it would have been gone. I could have enjoyed my day and, you know, and so it's just like this weird 
fucking, you know, gauntlet of abuse that I'm putting myself through. And it's just because I've, I've gotten lazy with it. It is like an extra kind of muscle that it, that you have to strengthen to kind of face it early in the day. And some days are better than others, but you're so appreciative and it definitely is the way to go. And you're more consistent when you do it that way too. If you go, if yeah. you go early. Yeah. Yeah. It works for Stati- me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Statistically you're more consistent because just you're, you're more likely to make time for it as opposed to, you know, having other shit come up throughout the day that can fucking throw you off track or, or, uh, you know, mess with you. Um, but yes, with, with your nutrition stuff and with this meal prep, and I know that it's due to, you know, edge and Roman reigns and everybody doing it. Who, I'm such a dumb are, wrestling mark. It's ridiculous. But, yeah. but, <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, they're doing it. Basically food is fuel mentality, right? Yeah. You know, and they're also working, doing these things. I'm sure shows aren't as often as they were before, but maybe they are. I don't know how they are, but they're in the same place. Like, you know, so but they're, they're in the same yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So they don't have to travel as much, but they still need the same consistency in their, in their food. So, you know, I like, I can in the same way as you, I can live off of food is fuel for a while. Me too. Um, but then, uh, you know, but then I, when I start, um, noticing that I'm falling off of that, then I, what I I've tried to do is then, um, go off of it with, try to stay within the same kind of macros and the same style of eating, but, um, but be more open to the world in that way. Yeah. Uh, rather than kind of any kind of meal prep instead of any kind of meal service stuff and just, test it out for like a month and just take that month to just kind of see where it is, knowing that it's going to have some ups and downs to it, knowing that the gains at that month aren't necessarily going to be the same as the last three months of you doing it, or maybe it will stay the same. And I think that's one of those things that you kind of have to figure out. And you know, it would go for me as one of those things where I'm strict for three months. Right. And then that fourth month, I kind of, um, open it up a little bit more. The next month after that, I open it up a little bit more. The next month after that, it's a little bit more open. And then I need to get back to the strict. Right. And, and I don't have any issue. I mean, that's fine for me. I, I'm not like, you know, um, I don't find like uh, I've found myself in, in, in a really bad place because of that. Um, and, uh, and I've just known, uh, like you've said, that it's a lifestyle change. So like, this is just the way that, you know, I'm focused on my life and, you know, and uh, when I'm with my kids and stuff and, and, and Trish, they know when it's, lockdown time, you know, the three months where I'm going hard. And then they know when I'm starting to ease up and ease up and ease up and then know that, you know, if I'm, if I'm having, you know, a glass of wine and, and, uh, you know, and a brownie or something at, at night, Trish knows this is towards the end, you know, like this is towards the end of the, and then he, he's going back and, you know, and it's, you know, and that's pretty much my consistency with it. A glass of wine and a brownie. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's like uh, wow. that's great. Kathleen Turner and romancing the stone or something. <laughs> a glass of glass of red wine and a, and some chocolate. You What's dunk it, right? You dunk the brownie and the wine. It. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually, I pour the wine over the brownie and then I eat it fast. Yeah. That's great. I love that. I seen that on the food channel. 
Uh, that's a beautiful thing. So it's a big Bobby. They heat it up, right? You heat up the wine with a, like, yeah, one of those yeah, torches, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it melts the brown. Yeah, I flambe it. Yeah, 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 flambe. yeah, That's what I wanted to say. Flambe. Just soup. It's just soup, man. Yeah, Dan- yeah. I love that a little wine brownie soup. It's beautiful. <laughs> Dan, oh, deep breath. How much? <laughs> how much do you do you cook when you're not doing meal prep? Do you like to cook your own food? Yeah, have you so, done it? Have you done it yourself before? Where you've done the you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was doing that for a while, and then I just that's why I got the meals because I just like got to a place of like I didn't want to. I you it's, know I was grilling up my chicken Sunday night for the whole week. You know what I mean? Having it can like, be tedious. Like, yeah, making yeah. I would make like three things of rice. Like I had to, I, I've done all that, and then I just got tired of it. I was like, oh yeah. man, like yeah. I, this is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. So then I went. To this. Oh yeah, having a service is more convenient. I mean, and yeah. it's so easy, but it's like you know then, but then you are missing out on you know the cooking yourself and, and, and being able to spice it up the way that you want to. Well, the thing know? I was going to do is similar, this kind of ties into what you were saying about how you do it, where I was like, you know what? I think the sustainable way for me to do this is to take conscious breaks from the meal prep. You know yeah. what I mean? Like put, yeah. put it on hold for a month or something. And that, right. Like it's kind of what you were saying. And, and, yeah. and, and I think that's what I think I'm hitting that zone right now where I'm like, I got to put this on break for a little bit and figure out a way to not completely fall off with food, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. also some things you could do where you go, you scale it sometimes where you go in yeah. like two or three days a week with the meal prep. So then it's like, okay, I, I can just mentally take a break from having to cook for myself. I've got my food. I know it's good. And then in the meantime, I'll make my own. I don't know. There's like little tricks you can do to kind of step on and off it and then use it use it as a tool that awards you time and freedom. Right. But then also yeah, that's ser- that service isn't like an all or nothing one where you have to do it either seven days or not at all. Right. No, 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 no. Right now I do it six. So I kind of even have an extra day here yeah. there, which kind of works out. So I, you know, there's always like a meal. It's always like, I'm out. I, I gotta get a, uh, yeah. Chipotle or something. Filipino. <laughs> Filipino food. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I go out for Filipino. I mean, I, I will see. Cause now, I mean, we're recording this, uh, end of April. Um, stuff starting to open up again. We'll see. It's going to be interesting, yeah. you know, because the drinking, yeah, you, like I haven't been drinking at all. That's been an e- easy thing, but like, not, not that I'm a big drinker to begin with, but you're like, someone wants to like go to a bar. I'm like excited to go have a drink at a bar. You know what I mean? I somebody wants to, I you go to a bar, somebody wants to spit some booze in your mouth. You know, you're you have good. to stretch. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to be, have yeah, to be absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Dan, you mentioned to us, um, in an email that you tried creatine, we've had a couple people ask about creatine. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it. What was your experience? Are you still on it right now or, no. okay. So how did that go? I don't know. I, I, so I was on the, how long, how long did you do it for? I did it for three months, maybe something like that. Did you stack? Did you stack to start? I stacked by stacking to start. I had five things of it in a day and then four and then three. Is that what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, for the listeners out yeah. there who don't know what, um, creatine stacking is, um, it's, uh, it's where you take in, uh, I think anywhere between 20 and 30 grams of creatine a day to start. And then you wean yourself, uh, and that's within like the first two weeks. And then you wean yourself down to about five grams a day. 
Um, and that's supposed to jumpstart your, your, um, the creatine yeah, the, to like saturate your ATP stores yeah. or something. They call it yeah. the loading phase too. Sometimes the loading phase. Yeah. yeah. It's a stacking or loading phase. Yeah. Same thing. Um, ultimately what I've read and how I've experienced it is just jumping right into the five grams every day and not having that saves you from the, the bloating feeling right. and, and, and the, uh, and that wonky feeling at the beginning of starting it. And it's also longevity wise, you know, then you're able to just kind of uh, take it in a little bit better um, if you're planning on doing it for uh, an extended amount of time. Yeah. Um, I, which is, you know, how I take yeah, it. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, Eugene, are you, you take it all the time? Um, I, 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 I'm not on it right now. I did not bring it with me to, um, to Canada. Um, also, because I sometimes I feel weird about traveling with a bag of white powder. Yeah, the border agents. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. So I, I, I like <laughs> usually it's like my um, it's my time to kind of get off of it. And every time that I do get off of it, I kind of lean out a little bit because it does kind of keep some water away right. in, in you. And you um, heat your creatine uh, in on a spoon, right? And inject I, well, it. I, I heated, I heated on a spoon. Yeah. I inject half and then I pour the other half on my hot wine chocolate. Okay. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But if you're on a plane, right, what I've heard you do is you put the tray table down, you kind of put it in a, in a row and then just kind of just snort it all the way from right. the tra tray to yeah, tray. Yeah, and chop it into rail, a big rail. I do. I do. I also have a, a tiny container that I keep, and I have a long fingernail, and I just throughout yeah. the day smart, just kind of keep myself right. going. Yeah. So maybe I am taking in more than five grams, but who the fuck is going to stop yeah, me? Right? Yeah, that's toot. nice. Yeah. A little toot. It's about a five toot, grams. A little, a little five-gram creatine Bump. popping <laughs> there. In the nose, man. A little uh, devil's dandruff, bro. Dan, I don't. So I don't know what happened with the creatine, to be honest, because I was on the. I I, I that's I was taking it when I was two when I was two oh five. You know. Oh wow! But okay. I also right. So what? So it, I'm sure it was making me hold weight. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I, at that weight, like I was really strong, but I didn't love the way I looked. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I am strong, and it's and it's cool for now because I'm in full lockdown and then i kind of had the mode of like january like once 2021 hits i'll start leaning out so that's to a five yeah. now i wait uh like last week when i weighed myself i was uh 199 you know so i'm mm -hmm. already six pounds down from there so i don't but i don't know i don't i i didn't notice that i went up like in strength or it was hard to notice um, the, the, the gains with it because I was kind of just already in a heavy zone. I, I don't know. I didn't really know if it might have me. not done it at the best time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you recommend, like, I want to try it. I want to do it again. I just want to, yeah. like, I want to do it in a way that I could kind of notice if it had effect. I think at that point I was just a little, I was really good with my lifting and my strength and, and my one reps and stuff like that, but I wasn't really focused on my overall, uh, uh, look and weight and body fat yeah. in a way that I should maybe, you know, like right now, if I did it right now, I'd be interested because if I was eating the weight next time I do it, I want to do it where I'm in a really controlled environment where it's the only variable. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's what I was going to say. I would say what, eliminate yeah. your, all those variables. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So you've at a time when you've been consistent with food and consistent with exercise. And the only new thing that you're adding to the equation is to creatine. Right. Yeah. So if you're logged in, uh, 
And, and you and I and I know you mentioned also in that email that we chatted about earlier that you're like writing everything down in a notebook and keeping yeah. track of all of your lifts. Keep a track of that in uh, you know and 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 keep them up and see what those lifts are over the next couple of weeks and then uh, and then and stay consistent in your diet and you know in your workouts and then don't don't do the loading phase. I would say right. And then just spend the next two months in the same kind of work ethic and style as you're doing and seeing if you feel like you can move a little bit more, you know, yeah. like if it's, if it's just kind of, and it might take a little time for it to kind of go for you. For right. me, um, again, um, I think because I do retain a little bit more water when I'm, uh, using creatine, um, so everything feels fuller and that's basically, you know, it's, it's, it's filling up your muscles. It feels like you have, um, you know, it feels that, that little bit more of that swollen feeling. So you feel protected. Right. Like my, when I'm on creatine, I feel like my knees don't crack as much. Yeah. Like my movement seems a little bit more fluid, but that could also be part of the mental game of what I'm doing. Cause I'm like, Placebo Oh, well, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. consistently on my creatine and whatever, but I definitely, you know, I, I definitely hold more water when I'm on it. And I, I feel like, um, uh, athletic wise, um, for doing compound movie movements, uh, or any kind of like hit training where I'm like moving from snatches to, you know, then going on a, on a short run or something like that. I feel, um, protected if that makes sense. Mm. Um, cool. for me. Cool. And then, uh, you know, as far as what it looks like for me in front of the mirror or uh, aesthetically, um, I, I can see a little bit more of the weight on there too. And I, I think I just don't let it affect me cause it's more of like, I'm training right now to, to help, help my athlete, athleticism when I'm on creatine right. rather than, you know, again, like if I'm, if I look at all the scripts and I see that this season I might have my shirt off for Tacoma, right? Then I'll probably stop taking creatine a good, you know, two or three months prior to it, mm -hmm. so that I can find myself at a good, you know, place. In, in case anybody doesn't know, for this for creatine, which is um, FDA approved, sold over the counter, uh, considered safe, right. um, it, it's it's one of these supplements that you can take. And, and the, the rub on it is that you do gain a little bit of water weight while you're on it and that you don't keep all of the gains that you make while on the creatine. But the thought behind it is like, say, say you make a 10% improvement, you know, you keep 4% of what you improved, you know, even when you're completely off the creatine. So it right. takes you into some, you know, some new strength categories, maybe put some mm. more muscle on that you didn't have before. And so even though you lose a little bit from going off the creatine, you still keep some that more than you, what you had before. Right. right. Yeah. You're still making gains. Yeah. Right. That's, and that's, and that's the thing. And it, it's, you have to scale you know, if anything that's over the counter, that's not, you know, that's not a pharmaceutical, that's not prescribed or something, you know, you have to manage your expectations about what it's going to do for anybody that try doesn't to find, know about creatine and try to find it. Um, you know, a mono and, and the cleanest you can. Yeah. 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 And a good reputable brand. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll probably think about it because right now I'm trying to, I just was like, ah, I'm just going to get leaner just because 2020, I was so heavy. I was like, let me just mm -hmm. see. I'm kind of trying to see, I think my goal right now, and I, I, it, these things are not as conscious as maybe they should be. It was kind of thing like in the gym, they changed the programming a little bit where it was like, all right, we're like, they changed some of the movements where I was like, all right, this is less about being heavy. And then I was like, all right, maybe I'll focus more on keeping my strength up. But 
I naturally fell into it, but also leaning out and getting my weight. And then I had ordered the meal service. So I kind of fell into like a leaning out phase where I'm yeah. trying to keep my strength, but I've noticed I'm definitely a little less strong. Like if I, cause I, cause I keep track, I'm definitely like getting like, you know, I'll have like one rep less on something or, 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 or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, but I do look better. I like, that's the thing is that like, ultimately do I need to just be as strong as possible for, for or, or do I want to look better? And so yeah. I'm like kind of, you know, trying to focus on looking better right now to see how I feel about that. And both (laughs) of those goals will kind of even themselves out too. Like, you know, even if you lean out some and and you can't um, lift as heavy as you can today, as you did, you know, when you were heavier, doesn't mean that you're not going to get back to that even at the leaned out phase, you know? Um, And, uh, and that's just from like consistency and, and, and working on it. You know, it's like, you might be able to put that one one more rep in next week just because you just felt better that morning. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, Nine yeah. meatballs instead of eight. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You need that extra meatball. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> are, you, are you still training at, um, at Go Tribe? Yeah, I still go, I'm still training at Go Tribe. Uh, so, yeah. What, what's your, uh, are you, is it still kind of split up between strength and? Uh, yeah, like I do all lifting. You know, uh-huh. but Go Tribe. The cool thing about Go Tribe is they have really clever ways of tricking me into doing cardio. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's one of the things I really like about the the what works over there for me is like you know they're always trying to get me to lift. Well, one thing for me is they're always pushing me to lift f- uh, faster, like get more rounds in than I get. Yeah, right? you know, like mm-hmm. AMRAPs or whatever, like as as many yeah, rounds yeah, as possible. Yeah. It's like you should be getting four. But I'll be getting three sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that. I'm like, when I have those goals in mind, they're very helpful because I'm like, I, you know, I burn more and uh, I'm able to kind of get keep my heart rate up while I'm still throwing weight, you know? Yeah. But you're trying to get that. Yeah. They're 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 trying to work the aerobic side into it, too. It's just my weakness is that I can work out really slow. It's like, I, I can be, I'm like, have that old school, like sit around half the time you're yeah. sitting around mentality. Yeah. 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 You know yeah, I mean? yeah. 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 Muscle beach. Yeah. And, uh, I still, I, I still always love, I always love to like, you do your set. What's it like in five minutes, it's 30 seconds of lifting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giving your muscles. And it way, way more than enough time three, to recover. Three-hour gym session where you're training for eight minutes the whole time, yeah. really. If you yeah. That's another crazy thing about working. Like, I've been at Go Tribe for a while is, like, so we wear the heart rate monitors, which we've talked, you've talked about at length in this podcast, yeah. I'm sure. But it's, like, so I noticed when I, for, not when I first came in. When you first come in, you're out of shape. That's a whole other thing. Once you get past the phase of, like, getting those initial gains uh, uh, that you get, those beautiful initial gains from going to the gym, you know? Like, I got to a place where it was like when I was, I felt like I was already in good shape, but I'd notice sometimes I'd burn 550 calories, 600 calories, something like that, you know? Now Mm -hmm. I burn consistently 800 calories a workout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. With the heart rate monitor. And it's like, oh, that, that jump was a discipline jump of me being oh, like, yeah. I don't mess around. Like I'm not here just to hang out. Like, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, your body, your body's getting more efficient with the workout. Well, and yeah. that's, and you're, and you're, that's another uh, important distinction to make about the, the value of, of measuring, taking measurements. It doesn't mm-hmm. always necessarily mean your weight or your, your inches or any of that kind of stuff. You can measure the quality of your workouts by, you know, if you're doing this kind of high intensity stuff, wearing a heart rate monitor. Um, and that's, that's something different than, you know, the amount of weight that you're using, but it is important to, you know, to take a look at that kind of stuff because then you can kind of figure out how to maximize your time, especially if you want to be, uh, in, you know, in fat loss, active fat loss. Yeah. Really beneficial to take a look at that kind of stuff. And that you is get what heart, now. Yeah. You can get heart rate monitors for cheap now. And so it is worth, I mean, especially if you're still stuck at home, a lot of people are still stuck at home doing stuff and you've been kind of, you know, doing this home workout or a lot of body weight stuff. Take a look, take a look at what your heart rate monitor is. Use one of those um, apps, get a heart rate monitor, mm-hmm. you know, use the algorithm and then see how much you're burning. And I bet you can watch that number go up that see that output rise just by you being conscious of it, just by being conscious yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Tracking stuff is like something I was really hesitant to do because part of my thing with working out is tricking myself. Like that's why I like go to class and I go to the gym. I got, cause I got to just like, I show up and then it's yeah. like, whatever it happens to me. It's like, a, it's a little reactive. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like I'm not doing anything. I'm just letting things happen. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, right. Carry then, down the river. <laughs> this workout's happening is to me, but like, then I started tracking it and then you, you really start being like, what did I lift last week? Oh, I can go heavier. It's a fucking game changer. Like tracking your stuff is it's, I was so, I mean, I did a full year and a half without doing it. And then like, it took me so long to get that involved. Cause Eugene, I was also measuring food for a little bit. That was a huge change. So it's like, you know, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say too, Eugene, you're pretty good at that, right? You're, I know you're good yeah. at programming. Are you good at tracking your stuff too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, now it's just, I mainly track, um, rather than uh, I just track like rounds of things that I'm doing, like a lot more of my workouts are based on, um, you know, how many, uh, as many rounds as possible, or, you know, fit, you like, you know, uh, every minute on the minute type stuff. Um, and, and working out that way rather than, uh, tracking like, you know, um, my squat, my front squat or back squat or any of those or my bench, like those numbers I don't even know. Cause I'm not even getting to the numbers that a, um, I think even compete to where I was, oh, but right. I'm, I'm also not in that mentality right. of working out. Right. Like now it's just like, am I going to do like a, a heavy, like single arm bent over row? Yeah. But it's not going to be like, I'm not seeing what my one rep deadlift is. Yeah. Um, at this point, I I I feel like what I can rep out. You know, like if I'm doing like a six rep thing and then going on like a 400 meter run or something like that, I'm like, okay, I can still put like 225 on this or whatever. Right. But it's not like I'm like, what is my, you know? I mean, if there was a while where I was chasing that King Kong workout where it was like a 500 five 505 deadlift and then like a 275 clean or something like that for two reps and stuff. And, you know, that part of my life went by. I'm always <laughs> trying to get the most accurate measurement of my dick. Like I'm on this constant yeah, 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 quest yeah. for that. And I want it yeah. as big as pop, like to find the measurement that gets it as big as well, possible. Well, you're still using, you're still using a childhood like straight ruler yeah. where I'm saying, I'm saying go, 
go to your closest tailor, ask them for theirs. Don't buy your own, but for ask the tape, your tailor. Like for the tailor tape. The tailor yeah. tape. Because that's yeah. a little the real more tailor tape. flexible. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. Like flexible just, so it, it can follow along with the curve or whatever you got going. Because I'm losing baby. I got that? two words for you. Water displacement. Okay. <laughs> that You don't lose any shaft. You know what I mean? You get you done, get yourself in a tank where they just they they lower you down. Just get just your dick in the water. Yeah, and then whatever comes out the other side, they capture it, and right. then so you know how <laughs> many milligrams your dick is, and then you you know you you, try, you gotta get the, the metric yeah, system. Yeah. It's complicated, but but that's the only I mean? real way to know for sure is what you're the only saying. way yeah, to do it is to dip honest. in and catch the the, the excess overflow. That's all, all right. I do. It. I heard I heard the weight of it is better than yeah. The, the length of it. You go wait, but then you could this. So I'll set you up with my algorithm guy. You'll, you'll be fine. Your dick algorithm guy? <laughs> I got a dick guy? algorithm guy. Yeah, I want to meet him. I've heard a lot about him. I want to meet him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's Good a great guy. He's one of the top guys. He's one of the top guys. We love um, but, him, right, uh, folks? Uh, yeah, we all love him. But, <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I've been, I've been mainly tracking just as far as that is concerned yeah. because I'm, you know, I've been really focused on just doing like dumbbell workouts and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I move my bar around a little bit, but it's, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm a little bit because I'm not working out at a gym. Um, I'm a little bit just kind of tentative of like trying to get my max yeah. in my garage Yeah, and get a little nervous about like, you know, um, my eyes being bigger than my muscles. No garage you know PRs. I mean? Yeah, no garage PRs. Like I'll do a garage PR of like max push-ups, but I'm not going to do it on bench if there's nobody around that can spot me or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Fair enough. It's scary. It, getting spotters and stuff is it's key at this point for me. Also, I I, mean, I, I I'll be honest. I hate spotters. I yeah. hate spotter. I like the idea of a spotter, and I understand the importance and the safety of a spotter. But the idea that somebody's watching me that close. To make sure that, you know, then it's like, now I got to lift this weight up for you and me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, I, that's something that I've always been like, I don't want to, I don't want to be that for somebody. I also don't want to have somebody have to do that for me. Yeah. But that's just because I'm like, you know, if, am I going too hard that I need somebody to help me? When, what is this number for? You know? And that's just, you know, but that's just where I'm at right now in my fitness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't really, I see that mess with spotters since like high school, <laughs> like in high school, it'd be like, yeah. hey, yo, can you spot me? There's a lot of, spot but then meantime, you know, I, I mean, it was a while back, but I think there was like a post where Dan put his like deadlift or some, or a back squat in and I go, huh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like you that. shit on it. It was a, I did one, <laughs> I had like just a, it was like my warm up weight for the bit where I was showing that I had two masks on. Yeah, <laughs> that I was double mask because Emily Heller, uh, comedian, she gave me shit for her. She was like, "That mask you're wearing doesn't do anything." So then I had Amazing. an N95 under that mask <laughs> uh, uh, that day, and then Eugene just is like, "I hope this is a warm up or something, like something like that." <laughs> He's like, "That's a, not a good pull or something." It was pretty funny. Yeah, but my deadlifts are not great, so I mean, <laughs> is what it is. Well, are the there squats are, are there? Are there lifts or, or, or numbers that you are, um, you know, that you have goals for right now, or just kind of, you're more in the, uh, on the leaning out mentality. I don't really have goals in terms of like numbers. I'm trying to hit like long-term goals. It's more like, what did I do last week and how many, and then can I get higher? So like for a while I was doing my back squats and now I'm working more on front squats. 
But when I was working mm-hmm. back squats for a while, it would be like, all right, I was getting up like, you know, I, I would be like, I was trying to get to 315 for a while. And then I uh-huh. passed that and then I was getting, and then I got to like 340 and you know what I mean? And then awesome. I was like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And then it was like, all right, well, next week I'll try 345 if I'm feeling good. But then most of the time to go back to my other thing, there's days you come in, I don't feel good most days when I get in. That's not how the morning feels. It doesn't yeah. feel yeah. good in the morning. Yeah. So you, you make it feel good by pushing through. So yeah, you know, um, so it was like more like that, but I never, I'm like, I need to squat 400 by this week, like just that more day. you wanted know. to watch, make sure you're trending up, improving. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's that all cap it. I'll be like, I was doing like sets of for the squats. It would be like, all right, they're all like sets of five. And then I would notice at that weight, you did four sets of five. So it's time to go up. And that's why yeah. if you're not tracking it, you don't know how to have the incremental strength growth it was the only way that I'm able to really do it. You know? Yeah. True, so, true. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with me in, 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 you know, in a similar way where if I'm not tracking it, then the next time I do that same similar workout or something that I'm like, oh, well, let me pull the dumbbell and add five pounds and try to get the same amount of rounds. Or let me do the same weight that I did before right. and just try to get one more round in, in the same amount of time or something like that, just to like increase the endurance or increase, you know, the workout and have a goal for that day, right. you know? Yeah. Totally. Well, shit, Dan, uh, we got to have you back. I don't know if you, if you, t- if you end up doing this creatine experiment, um, yeah. maybe we can kind of build it around that. Um, that'd be cool to talk about. Yeah. And, I got to figure out when I'm going to go back yeah. on it. Um, I got to think about it. Think about it. Yeah. When <laughs> yeah. you've been, con- when you've been doing this consistent for a while, maybe when you hit some of your, you know, you're kind of, uh, Oh, do you have a, do you have a weight? I know like scale wise goal now that you're kind of in this, um, focus of, uh, leaning out or are you just looking at, you know, uh, what it feels? I just how, go, I good. just go like week to week. I look at last week compared to this week. I don't know, but I mean, I, I like, cause it was crazy. I, my weight journey, let's call it that has been yeah. insane. Like if you go back to the last episode I was on here, I think we talked about me getting down to 175 or something. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I went from there up to 205, <laughs> but not out of shape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And try and create So I, I don't, I, I, I don't even, I'm not even exactly sure how to, uh, uh, uh what, what, what my goal is, but I, I would like to be, I think ideally, um, I, if I could be stay at this strength and this size, you know, or put on mm-hmm. a little more, even put on size, I know losing weight and putting on size is not, doesn't really go together that well, but it can, happen. Um, it does. It just takes time. Right. Yeah. It's like, if I could sit, I feel like if I sat at one ninety, that would be like the money weight for me. Cause I'm a heavier guy to begin with. I have legs like, you know, that's where a lot of mm-hmm. weight is in my legs. And, and so, um, if I could sit at one ninety, I think that would be like, my really sweet spot for the strength I'm currently at, you know, 190. That's, that's about what I weigh. Maybe a little more. Really? Yeah. One. How tall are you? Six two. Six two. You're right. Six two. I mean, like Damn, six bro. one. I'm probably like six one. Yeah. But I used yeah. to be like I used to be way heavier, you know. But I'm always trying to like I'm trying to stay down though, you know. I'm and yeah. I'm not not I'm not nearly as strong as you. Like I don't go any. I, I don't go heavy at all. Right. Yeah, uh, especially and you're roughly at about. Yep. you're at what one about one about one ninety. What one ninety? We'll see. Because the other thing is that, like, I'm like, well, should I be starting to lower my weights? And and I, I'm like, I, you know, I don't even know. I just I don't, don't even I, know. It's it's always just I figure it out. I'm doing this for now. I'm yeah. sure at some yeah. point I'll hit a place where I'm like, my body just tells me no. 
It's just like, this is, we got to cut this out. You just know? listen to yeah. you describe it throughout this episode. Yeah. You seem like you've been following um, your intuition with it. I think that's yeah. the way to go. Like 190 sounds good. Like that feels right. Given what you want to do strength wise, given what you want to accomplish in the gym and all that kind of shit. I think that's the move, man. I think, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a good thing worth chasing right now for sure. I'm, I'm consistently just trying to stay between 175 and 180. And then, right. I mean, that's where I'm at now is between there fluctuating. And then, um, and ultimately I'm like, oh, I think now I want that fluctuation to be between 170 and 175. Go right. down a little bit. Like I just, I just want to go down five pounds and then stay there for a while and probably just stay there, you know? And that's yeah. just, you know, yeah. cause there was a while where I was, you know, I think I was down to like 165 or, you know, 165 or 170. And that just felt like I wasn't moving as well. I don't know why. That feels and then. Is it right? And it felt like, yeah. yeah. So then like, and then I went past my sweet spot. I mean, I, I was in that sweet spot between like 170 and 175 for a while and felt really good in there and then bumped up a little bit and was like, do I feel okay here? And I'm like, yeah, but I, I like realized that I think right there, a little bit less than where I'm at right now is, is like mm -hmm. the, the good zone. Yeah. Um, but you know, the fact that I'm just kind of staying within that world is, you know, what I'm trying to focus on and playing around with it. I mean, that was the thing that, uh, we have brought, I've brought up a bunch, uh, with Stanger and on this podcast is like, I, I've, you know, I grew up such a, such a much bigger kid. And even like when we were talking about me being on the office, just that even at, you know, what was that? One. 215 maybe. Yeah. Well, that was before we recorded, but I'm saying last night I'm, I'm plowing through the office for the first time. I never oh, watched yeah. it. And uh, Eugene popped up in an episode. So I was telling him I just yeah. saw him. And he looked, you, you and, were heavy. What, how, how, what'd you yeah. weigh there? I was, I was probably like 215. Wow. Right. 220. Yeah. You know, 215, probably something around And what, there. you're 5'2"? Yeah, I'm five. I'm four eleven. Right. Um, I'm I'm five seven. Okay. Barely. Yeah. Barely hitting five seven, but I'm <laughs> right in there. But you know, like so two. I mean, two twenty, two fifteen on a five seven is pretty. That's know, rugged, man. That's uh, thick. That's got a lot of weight to it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I feel uh, it, it's crazy that I'm at the point where I feel so comfortable with the amount that I'm working out and the way that I eat that like moments where I feel like I can put on weight and that's okay. Is crazy. yeah, just to have casual discussion about weight, you know, gaining a little yeah. bit, losing a little bit and not have it be this, yeah. uh, you know, at times it'll still stress me out where I'm like, Oh fuck. I want to just, I want to get rid of that five pounds right, right now so I can start the process yeah. of like being in that good place. But I also give myself the time that, you know, that'll take. That's, I, I, that's all I am too. It's kind of like, and I, I had a combo with someone who's like a little more, uh, uh, strict about eating and all that right now. And I was like, the way yeah. you're doing it, I understand it works for you. That just stresses me out even to think about because I'm sure. like, I'm in here for this long haul, you know, but I get why that's all a lot of people do it, but I've never been like a crazed guy. But similar to what you said, I think it's crazy. It's like, you're like thinking about, like, I think it's crazy that I could weigh 205, but I still fit into my, all my clothing. Cause it's, it's yeah. a, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like your body composition a, is still good. It, it's a different, yeah, yeah. The composition is, is what got you to 205. Yeah. Like my, my waist was, didn't change. It didn't go down either, but it like, it didn't change at all. And you're like, oh, all my clothes still fit at 205. You're like, that's just well, nuts to me. Yeah. But it's I'm, like amazing. You know, it's I, cool. Talking to my, <laughs> talking to my wife about it too, where it's just, you know, women of a certain age, it's like, um, you know, the concern is always bulking up, but it's like right. the, any, 
ounce of muscle you can put on is fucking gold because that is how you're going to burn fat. So if you yeah. have problem areas, you have right. to put on muscle to burn that fat. Like you can't die. You won't be able to diet your way out of it. You'll get slim, but if you have something that's bugging you on your hips or something like that, the only way you can really incinerate that fat or rip into it is by putting some muscle on. So it's like you right. kind of have to, and it feels crazy. It feels counterintuitive, but you might have to gain a little bit to, yeah. to yeah. really like lose that. And so, and, and it's, yeah. yeah. And it's not like it, and it's the mentality of like, you know, I, I think spot reduction is not a thing, yeah. you know, it's, it's gaining muscle in the places where, cause usually what that means is, Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. It's like, well, then put some muscle in there Yeah, is what it really means. Yeah, totally. It's, so it's not, it's not spot reduction. It's actually spot gain. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's also put some muscle in so that you'll lose overall too. It's like, yeah. you can't, yeah. you know, so your body holds on to this subcutaneous fat, but if you make your engine a little bit bigger, you have a better chance of losing that as opposed to dieting out of it. Yeah. Like, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. It's like when I started, Oh, sorry. Right. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go. When I like started lifting, one of my things was realizing that <laughs> I talked about this, I think one of the other episodes, but I think like, I realized that I didn't like my hips to shoulder ratio. Okay. I'm, oh, you did mention right? that. Yes. I'm talking about when I was like 20 and I started realizing like, I'm a little hippie. I don't like that at all. You know what I mean? And, like yeah. whatever. Listen, yeah. To each his own, you know, it's yeah. not like a bad way to look or whatever, blah, blah. For me, I was like, oh, the way out of this is to build up my upper body. And yeah. to this day, I look, look in the mirror. I'm like, I never have those thoughts because I like was putting on muscle was the solution, you know, putting on, yeah. putting yeah. on weight. Um, yeah, uh, so it's kind of, improved your shape. Yeah. 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 And I'm getting to the point now, if you want to micro think about it now, when I was looking, I look at the mirror you know, whatever. It's like, I'm starting to just have like only a little bit of the love handles. Like, you know what I mean? And there's, they took so fucking long to get sure. to this point where they go away. And people you're like, and, and sometimes I'm like, you get it caught up in this like fitness journey mentality where you're like, you're like, ah, what am I doing? Like, let me just be happy. Like I'm torturing myself. And then you're yeah. like, Oh no, you had these goals a long time ago. And now you're starting to see it. It t this stuff takes a long time. Just be careful. Yeah. You don't want to lose daddy status. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm going to be a twink before you know. It. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wait, is that offensive? I don't know. No. I don't, is it? Okay. I don't know. No, I was I mean, just like, I, is that offensive? I just think of that as a smaller guy. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, yeah, all right, I think there's a lot of proud twinks out there and there's people that beautiful. don't want to be twinks. But, but daddy, you know, that's, that's if you have a little weight on. What is Zaddy? Is Zaddy's done. Nobody's I don't know. I don't know the terms, as you can tell, right? I don't know the terms. Yeah. <laughs> Zaddy and Daddy are different, different category than Twink. Twink I think is Zaddy's yeah, like a sec, like you're like a sexy, like daddy vibe, right? Like a kind of like a, like, yeah, a but, dad daddy's, bod, but, but Daddy's also <laughs> sexy too. And Zaddy's like a whole nother level, I think. Yeah. I don't but know. I, and people not, might not be using Zaddy anymore. I don't, I got to get in touch with my clients, uh, family, oh, good. friend. The Disney yeah. Plus. I'm, I, am i am strictly, yeah, yeah. See what, uh, what, what they say in soul about Zaddy's. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm consistently just, I know that I'm shaped like a box and I just walk around like a box and I just try to stay as, you know, yeah. as, as, as fit conscious in that box as I can. Hey, it's better but than yeah, being a I mean, fucking triangle. Yeah. What? No, it's good. What's that? Triangle is good, right? No, if it's, if it's upside down, maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's like pair. But, yeah, legs. yeah, pair, pair. Yeah, no legs, pair. pair. You know, I still, I still, same way as Dan was talking about. I'm still holding. 
hold weight in my stomach, but like wherever, like that's, you know, and we talk about that on this podcast a lot. It's like the first place you put the weight on is the last place you'll lose it. And, um, and it's also like, again, it's like, I, you know, I don't know if I'm, I I mean, I'm never going to be focused on like just getting rid of all of that. It's just like, it's just too, I mean, in, in my athleticism, I'm sure it'll, there's various levels of it, but I'm just like, man, that's the last thing I'm worried about. Yeah. That's how I feel like people are always like, do you care about abs? And I'm always like, man, not, not really. Like I, 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 it's not that I don't want abs and not that I don't work out my abs and not that I don't have abs, but it's just kind of like that focus is, 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 uh, is kind of backwards thinking. It's always, that involves like, that involves like, uh, you know, uh, uh, starving yourself and losing muscle at the same time, just for one muscle of your body that's worked by lifting and you know, it's your, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll show no go. Yeah. I'll show no go. Uh, well, like I'll do this Howard Stern thing, Dan, you've said it all. We've said it all. Um, (laughs) said too much. You said too much. Uh, (laughs) let's recap. No. Uh, so, this is great, buddy. We'll we'll have you back. We'll talk creatine. Maybe if that happens, we'll we'll screw yeah. down on the goals even further. Um, and uh, w- what do you want to plug? Comedians of Wrestling, obviously, wherever podcasts are listened to and captured, people sure. should check that out. Check out Comedians of Wrestling podcast. New episodes every Thursday, and also on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com uh, slash Comedians Wrestling Podcast. But you can just Google it; you'll find it. You can watch. Uh, it's called Calmania Three. Uh, we have a big nice. wrestling match every single year, and that's in Hawaii. And you can watch our, my past matches with Ify Nuadawe. Oh, yeah. Who's, yeah. yeah uh, and, uh, you know, and my I, I wrestled my um, my uh, a sponsor of my podcast is also uh, one of my friends who's uh, the, the lawyer of the Cal podcast. I wrestled the lawyer. <laughs> you can check all that out there. And then also check out on Netflix, The Wedding Coach, where I was a writer, producer on that show. It's out now on Netflix. Check that out. And uh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. It. Wedding Coach, Jamie Lee, and also friend of the podcast, yeah. John Gabris, uh, did an episode there. Yeah, Gabris did an episode. It was He was amazing on it. Tons check of funny folks. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, so. And uh, that's it. Love it. Great. That's all, right. all I'm doing. I don't do anything else. Okay. What about uh, finding you on social oh, media yeah. and stuff? Follow me on social media. You can see me post my uh, my thirst facts photos. Nice. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> hey, let everybody really, know. I, let I everybody know. To, I had the bandaid, and I was like, "Why don't I just take like a like a flexing thing with the band?" Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, uh, yeah. This is what. What's my priorities? Who knows? But uh, at Dan Black Attack <laughs> on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. Check me out. Awesome, Dan Black cool. Attack folks dan black attack folks. you did say you did say just got jabbed now i'm looking to jab uh on the underneath the post i, I did say that i yeah, did say so, that I mean, yeah. you know i feel like that kind of you know i said they halted the j and j but uh we're still open for business <laughs> but I said. nice which i thought you know yeah, was, you know, yeah. I, I took that down i took that down nah, what, what, are you uh, gonna do? what are you gonna do <laughs> i think i think it still works um yeah if you want to find us, you can at the dumbbells across all social media. If you want to email us and ask us a longer question or just gloat a little bit on your fitness journey, go ahead and email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells and our wonderful guest today, young Daniel Black, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. <laughs> uh, all right. Sweet. Stop.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>